Amen, amen. Is this thing gone? Let me get a bomb drop. Amen, amen. My mic sound nice. Check one. Look here, man. Y'all already know what time it is. It's 917, now I mean. And you're now tuned in to the most innovative and the most creative show on the planet. It's called the B-Side God Damn It. And the voice you're hearing right now is none other than the host and the creator. My name is Casino Roulette. Hey, man, check it. This is season four, episode 93. You hear me? So without further ado, I bring to you the best side, the B-Side. Now I'm talking about, let's get to it, man. Look here, man. If you don't do nothing else, make sure you like, share, comment. Oh, yeah. And subscribe to the show. Excuse me. <laughs> Check this out. I got something new dropping. This right here is a sneak peek. They say I wouldn't make it, but I did it. Now tell them motherfuckers my they business. I've been doing this shit so long, but they forgetting. How we did it running in and out the kitchen. Ton of this. Stay tuned. It's squad DJ. DJ Zeno. Did I let us in, be homie? I'm ready. I know you ready. Okay. No one's going to work harder for you than you work for yourself, mm -hmm. period. And I'm not working harder for anybody than they work for themselves. So you have to deal with the things you don't like. Just because you don't want to doesn't mean that you have that luxury until you have that luxury. If you have a dream, you have to do every single thing it takes. When I was putting Jay-Z out, I had to jump on that stage with him because the show was whack. He had no hit record. So I had to do every single thing. I had to be the hype man. I had to be the businessman. I had to go collect the money i had to go make the deals i had to go find the distribution you got to be built for this you know what i would say pull your skirt up that's what i would say you know this ain't for what you want stop being so spoiled and entitled you don't have mm. that option life mm. is a test your test is to do the things you don't like that's what the test is no one's going to give you anything and i'm not your father or your mother what i'm saying is stop complaining pull your skirt up i couldn't say it no better Ms. Rita, I see you. Shout out, Ms. Rita. I see you. What's happening, baby? Yeah. Hey, man. Say, man. We here. It's a Thursday night, man. Look, check it. I am your man, Casino Roulette. That's C-A dollar sign I-N-O-R-O-U-L-E-T-T-E. Hey, I've been checking out some things online. And the things that I brought tonight is one from entertainment business, the other is from the entertainment industry, and the other is from sports. These are three things straight out the headlines that piqued my interest, more so than anything else I read today. So I said I'd bring it to y'all tonight. Now look, this episode 93, if you've been rocking with me, then you already know. Once we get to that coveted 500, 
93, seven more episodes. That's going to be 100. But for us, leading into season five, that's going to be our 500th episode. In celebration of our 500th episode, in celebration of consistency, I'm giving away money. I'm giving away $50 to somebody cash out that night we come on live. I'm also giving away merch. And to whomever gets the money to get who, who, whoever gets the merch, you're also going to get an opportunity to take over my show. You know what I'm talking about? It's going to be fan love. And when I say opportunity to take over my show, we're going to we're going to pick a night to where you're going to be the host. We're going to pick a night to where you're going to be the I'm going to be the co-host. You're going to run the show. Whatever you want to talk about, whatever you want to do, it's going to be all about you. You know what I'm talking about? Because that's my way of giving back to you all for helping me do what I do. I love doing what I do. You know, speaking of loving doing what I do, I was talking to somebody earlier this morning. Shout out to the brother JB the done you know what i mean like he made a comment and you know he made a matter of fact he made a status and i made a comment on his status and his status was pretty much and i'm paraphrasing not saying nothing word for word verbatim but his status was pretty much that social media is evil social media is the second best trick compared to hip-hop on our culture you know what I mean? And when he said that, I also read a little bit more of what he was saying as an explanation, saying that, you know, they gave us a platform to, you know, to do nothing itself, exploit ourselves, whether it's shaking ass, selling dope or whatever it is that's negative to our culture. He said that's what social media was used for and it's becoming detrimental to us. And I had to, you know, like I say, make a comment on his status. And we also made a, you know, made it, uh, made it, made us able to come to a common ground to where we can also debate this on a podcast, on an episode here on the B side. But nonetheless, my statement, my comment to his status was social media is not evil. You know what I mean? It's the user. The algorithm only caters to whatever you've seen before or whatever you went searching for. And it only puts that and even more of that in your face. So if you say that it's evil, then it's only from the one that's holding the phone or scrolling the computer. So I told him, I said, you know, social media has given us all an opportunity to leverage the playing field, you know, business-wise. Most of the people that use social media is not business-minded, so they're only using it for entertainment, you know, whether it's watching videos, whether it's commenting on other people's status or just making, you know, group chats or whatever it may be, you know, so they use it for entertainment. But someone like myself who is business-minded, I'm looking for a way to, you know, develop my brand even more in front of millions of people that I may not be able to get personally in front of. So I take this opportunity. I take this time to create content such as my videos, whether it's me solo, whether it's with my family, whether it's with products, whatever it is, I take that opportunity to develop to develop a connection with the people who have chosen to follow me. And as long as I continue to make this connection personal, you all will continue to come back and look at whatever I post 
um, comment on whatever my statuses may be because we have developed a connection. And in doing so, whatever I put out, you all support. So I told him that that has been the positive of social media for people that is business minded like myself. Now, and in doing so, we create a substantial income. I'm talking about money that comes when people watch our videos, money that comes when they like our status or comment on our statuses or, you know, share or whatever y'all may do here for me on social media. And he said that, you know, that's a trick. And if that's a trick, like I told him, I'm, 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 I'm David Copperfield, you know what I mean? Because I've, I've seen the illusion and I feel like I've mastered this illusion that we call social media that they may say that may not be beneficial for us as a culture. But like I told him, the Kabbalion says, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. When you are ready for the knowledge that it takes to obtain the money that a lot of people are wanting to have, then the information will present itself. And if you use that information and react on it, then you will accumulate the things that you're supposed to accumulate by using the information that you use. So saying that to say, everybody is not meant to be rich because everybody is not doing what it takes to become rich. They're not gathering the information because in order to get something that you never had, you have to do something that you have never done, which is become a person you have never been. So saying all that to say, you know, like it takes a lot to get the things that we want. But as long as you striving and as long as you making an effort to get it, it will happen. You just got to keep the faith and keep moving. So that's what this social media for me is all about and has been about since my recovery and since I've been up and moving again. You know what I'm talking about? So with that being said, man, hey. Like I said, I gave the brother opportunity for us to sit down and banter on the podcast. And if that's something that you're interested in, stay tuned. If it comes into fruition, I give y'all more, you know, uh, information on it. But with that being said, I'm going to move this thing right along because I ain't going to hold y'all. I'm going to fold y'all. And look, y'all already know it's time for that sound. And that sound, when it goes down, y'all already know I'm going straight in the headlines. I'm doing something. I'm saying something straight from the news that you can use. So it's time for none other than what? Vault talk. When I say vault talk, you know I'm about to talk about some money. Now listen, check this out, man. What I saw is what we need to talk about today. And what am I talking about? Listen, Spotify. 152 million tracks had 1,000 plays or fewer on music streaming services last year. 45 million had zero plays. I'm going to say that again. 45 million songs on Spotify had zero plays. You hear me? Now, let's get into this thing right here that we call Vault Talk. This 2024, y'all. And if you're an artist, it's about to get hard for you. Especially if you're an artist that's been cheating the system. 
And what do I mean by cheating the system? See, this platform right here has been available for you all for the last four years. And when I say available for you all, I'm talking about if you send your music in at one point in time, I would just play it. If you paid me to play your music, I will pump you up like a Joe Button song. Pump, 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 pump me up. I'll put you from here. I'll put you on Spotify. I'll put you on my Instagram. I would even share you on my TikTok and sometimes on my YouTube. But look, since then, things has changed around here on the B side. I no longer play music. I only give you the information that you can use to help further your career. But I sometimes deviate from this new plan if it's something that I feel like should be heard by my looking and listening audience. But with that being said, a lot of y'all neglected to take advantage of this platform. So we shut it down to an extent. This is the exact same thing that Spotify say they are about to do. They're about to start shutting shit down for you, the average artist, the aspiring artist. See, a lot of people used to say, I hate that there's gatekeepers. I wish that there were nobody, you know, blocking people from getting into the business. I've now come to the realization of why there has been gatekeepers. Because everybody is not meant to be a star. Everybody is not meant to be a rapper, singer, dancer, producer, or whatever. You've been calling yourself doing these last few years. Spotify has been into existence. Because Spotify says that you are the biggest problem. And they are now finna come back your efforts. And what do I mean by come back your efforts? When you've been trying to do those fake streams, they say they got an algorithm now that's going to detect it. When you've been trying to, you know, uh, fluff your numbers by buying followers, by buying monthly listeners and whatever it takes to make your profile look scrumptious. They say they have now come up with the ability to smash it as soon as it happens. So with that being said, they are now come back in your efforts. What are you going to do to change the things that's been going on? Because now it's becoming more important than ever for you to be business-minded and utilize social media for what it's worth. Because if you don't know how to build and cultivate our audience, then you're slipping like a bad transmission. Because social media has been in existence for a while and you should know a little bit about it now. And in case you don't, this right here is for you. Check this out, y'all. This is what they have been saying in the headlines. Let's get to Spotify. A couple of episodes ago, I told y'all, Spotify said that we are not going to pay everybody. And I said, you need to figure this out. Well, this is 2024. This is the first quarter. And this is when the information is coming out. For at least the past year, music industry, for at least the past year. Hold on. Let me count to that. All right. For at least the past year. Music industry leaders have voiced unease about the flood of tracks 
hidden streaming services. Some worry that under streaming dominating pro rata royalty system, professionals and popular artists' share of the royalty pie is being diluted by payments going to low quality tracks. Others are concerned that high quality artists will simply be drowned out by this tidal wave of new material. A fear heightened by news last year that an estimated 120,000 new tracks are being uploaded to streaming services every day. In a move seemingly influenced by Universal Music Group artist-centric strategy, from this first quarter onward, Spotify will no longer pay royalties to tracks that have attracted fewer than 1,000 plays on its platform in the prior 12 months. So that means that in the last year, if you neglected to accumulate at least 1,000 plays on your song, Spotify says that they not going to pay you. Now, according to Luminate's 2023 year-end music report, 158.6 million tracks each received one thousand or fewer plays on audio streaming services in 2023 that number amounts to a whopping 86.2 percent of the 184 million music tracks that luminate measured on audio streaming services at the close of last year via isrc codes so last year, they tracked 184 million ISRC codes that was generated for the music that was distributed to Spotify last year. You hear that? 184 million tracks. 86% of that. 86% of that got zero plays or at least less than a thousand plays now that right there is some serious vault talk even more telling a total of 45.6 million tracks received zero plays 45.6 million tracks got zero plays 184 million tracks got zero to a thousand plays nearly a quarter of streaming services entire available music catalog wasn't streamed even once last year so that means damn shit is terrible that means music that came out last year was trash because people didn't even stream it the fuck is going on Luminate had previously reported that approximately 38 million tracks received zero plays on streaming platforms in 2022. So this figure rose by 20% within a year, or at least by 7.7 .7 million. But however, the total number of tracks on streaming platforms also grew last year 
up 16.5%. So let me break out this chart right here so y'all can see what I'm talking about a little bit more. You know what I mean? Like, let me show you this. With that being said, 184 million. We're going to do this, you know what I'm saying, like school a little bit. 184 million. So in 2023, the global audio track streaming pyramid says that 463,000 tracks, ISRCs, were streamed 1 million or more times globally in 2023, up from 373.5 thousand in 2022. This year, 45.6 million tracks had zero streams. I want y'all to screenshot this right here, ladies and gentlemen, because if you're an artist, you should be doing your homework to know what's going on. So in summary, this kind of stat helps to explain why audio streaming services have begun to move forward with artist-centric style payment models, which typically favor artists with large numbers of streams and seek to demonetize unpopular tracks that are each only earning small amounts of royalties per year. So they seek to demonetize it. They say, you ain't getting no money, you ain't making no money, and you shouldn't be getting no money. Under that system, artists also receive... Hold on, let me back up, because since that happened, this is the remedy for that. First out the gate with an artist-centric model was Deezer. In October, it introduced a new payment system in France under which artists who have a minimum of 1,000 streams per month and a minimum of 500 unique listeners receive a so-called double boost of royalty payments. Under that system, artists also receive another double boost in their royalty share if they are actively searched out by the listener. In addition to being demonetized with fewer than a thousand streams in the previous 12 months, Spotify's new model, again launching this quarter, also requires each track to achieve a minimal number of unique listeners to become eligible for royalty payouts. So far, Spotify is remaining tight-lipped on what this minimum number of unique listeners is because it says it does not want to give this information to bad actors. And what do they mean by bad actors? Those people that's been buying those numbers, the one who've been buying streams, the one who've been buying monthly listeners. They say, nah, they got to be unique listeners and unique Unique listeners are the ones who search out the music, then go listen to it. And they're not giving away that specific number, at least not yet. Now, with that being said, if you want to learn more, you got to go 
research. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta figure this thing out because nobody knows completely what's going on with Spotify, but Spotify. But what I've come to the realization is this: Spotify is doing that for a specific reason, and the specific reason is. Spotify says that all this music that they are holding, all this catalog music, it costs. See, a lot of people think that real estate on the internet may be free. No, 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 no. Spotify says with all this music that they have, it costs them to hold it. And with all this music they expect them to receive, it's going to cost them even more. See, a lot of people don't know that Spotify has been in the negative since they've been around. And they trying to get to the black. And they figuring that holding all of this unlistened to music is costing them more than they are now willing to invest. Because they see the numbers. They know what's going on. And what they're about to do is they're about to start gating it off. Yeah, the gatekeepers is coming back, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be Spotify, Deezer, and others like them because they're going to say, we don't want all that music. It's too much bullshit coming to us. So now y'all going to have to go through the fluff, send us the good shit, and we'll put that out to the masses. So yeah, get ready. They starting to regulate. And the things that you don't see is what's really going to hurt you the most. So if you're not doing your own research, then you, sir, you, ma'am, are the problem. And with that being said, I'm going to move right along to the very next story that I want to talk about. And this right here, I got to give him a round of applause. You know what I'm talking about? A lot of people, you know, get this dude a hard time, and sometimes the dude deserves it. But nonetheless, for this right here, I think he deserves a round of applause. And who am I talking about? None other than 50 Cent. 50 Cent uses Mary J. Blige, power salary, to entice none other than Miss Taraji P. Henson. Now, y'all already know Taraji has been in the news, whether it's about her and Oprah getting in it, or whether it's her talking about, you know, how much she has been devalued in her career. And some of y'all might even remember that the headline said that Taraji fired her whole staff because they all dropped the ball, according to her. So with that being said, y'all already know the king of trolls, he popped up, and, and this time it was a good troll. It was a great troll, matter of fact. He popped up and said, hey, look, Taraji, they done dropped the ball over there with you, but check this out. 50 Cent began his career as a hip-hop bully, but since becoming charitable and helpful in his turn as a television and film executive, the rapper's latest act of benevolence appears to be his attempt to ensure actress Taraji P. Henson gets her worth as an actress. Fifth's effort to recruit the Washington, D.C. native came on Wednesday, yesterday, when he boasted of his role in securing R&B singer Mary J. Blige a lofty salary to appear on Star's Power Book 2, Ghost. Someone called me today thinking I was bullshitting about working with Taraji P. Henson, he said. I told them when I made Star's pay Mary J. Blige, to be ghosts, 
The 48-year-old captioned a post on his Instagram. He continued to convey his seriousness regarding the offer, adding, I ain't out here fucking around. You know what I'm talking about? And y'all already know how it go. 50 ain't fucking around. According to reports, Mary J, who starred as a murderous drug queen pen, Monet, in the first two seasons of Ghost, earned 400000 per episode. Which ranks among the highest salaries for women on TV. Now, 400000 per episode, right? By hiring Henson to star in one of his various productions, 50 would presumably yield the award-winning actress a higher sum than what she received for her work on the Fox show Empire, which was reportedly less than half of what Mary J. Blige received on her show. This isn't the first time the G-Unit leader has publicly expressed his desire to work with Miss Henson. As he previously shared his reaction to the news that the actress fired her entire team due to her dissatisfaction with the direction of her career. They dropped the ball. Fuck them, 50 said. He wrote on social media that time and said, hey, I'm ready to work, so let's get it. Taraja P. Henson is the only Empire star that he's reached out to in an attempt to bring them under his creative umbrella. Terrence Howard, who has also been vocal about the discrepancies between his salary and that of other leading men in high-profile shows. Damn, Terrence Howard, 50 said. Call my phone. I'll get you the money they were supposed to get for you. I'm not playing out here. I play no games over here, he said. And listen, salute, like I say, the 50 cent, because listen, you got to be vocal in this industry. A closed mouth don't get fed. And you know, a lot of women sometimes get overlooked, get misused, and sometimes abused just trying to chase their dreams. So salute. To the homie 50. You know what I'm talking about? He ain't out here fucking around. And I aspire to be in that same position. I ain't out here fucking around. Y'all see what I'm doing? I'm building my empire brick by brick. So when it's all said and done, can't nobody take credit for this shit. You feel me? And listen, my last story. This right here, man. I <laughs> When I saw this, it, it, it made me laugh, it made me smile, and it also made me go, hmm. Y'all remember how Arsenio Hall used to do it, things that make you go, hmm. Well, this right here made me go, hmm. And it's going to make you go, hmm, too, in case you haven't seen this story. But look, it's a football player out there. And this ain't no disrespect. Y'all remember... Y'all remember Dave Chappelle had the Dave Chappelle show and he was a black milkman in a white neighborhood and he encountered a white family by the name of the niggas. Well, lo and behold, just like the boondocks predicted shit, David Chappelle's show is also predicting shit. Just like he had the black Klansmen, they have now found a white family by the name of the niggas. You feel me? This dude right here, Noah Nigger, Noah Nigger has made headlines 
over the last couple of days because of his name, not just because of what he's doing in the football, you know, on the football field, but because more so for his name. Now, listen, listen. Funny, not funny, funny, not funny. But, hey, listen, high school, they want to know, they wanted to know, because he made TMZ because of, you know, the things that's going on with him. And they say it's pronounced Kaniga. High school sports star Noah Kaniga has become quite the internet sensation for much more than his athletic accomplishments, but wants everyone to know his name is safe for everyone to say, as long as it's pronounced correctly. The athletic, excuse me, the athlete and his family did an interview with Robin Griffin this week, and they answered the burning questions surrounding the surname. Of course, social media has been having a field day with the whole phenomenon firing off jokes left and right as it becomes super close to the word that they could get a lot of folks counseled real quick for. Now, even R. Gill had fun with it during the Q&A, asking the Kniggas if they ever been to Paris in the reference to the famous Jay-Z and Kanye West song, Niggas in Paris. <laughs> Now, the Kanigas had never visited the City of Lights, they say, but friendly jabs aside, Noah, a junior at a Lawrenceburg High School in Indiana, is being recruited by multiple Division One schools to play football and recently won an MVP honors in a basketball tournament over the weekend. So his game, they say, is no joke. <laughs> I bet, because niggas can play ball, you feel me? But look, <laughs> nonetheless, that joke right there, you know what I'm saying, I wanted to get that off. And that was something right there that I felt like that, you know, uh, David Chappelle, the boondocks, okay? I saw also it's a rapper down in South Florida going viral for his song saying, let white kids say nigga. Yeah, that's the name of his song, let the white kids say nigga, something like that. Look it up, Google it. He going viral for this right now. So I'm saying the lines is becoming blurred a little bit. It's a joke, it's not a joke. It's real, it ain't real. Nonetheless, Noah Kaniga, the family Kanigas, they real and they ain't going nowhere. They say it's safe to say their name and they don't get offended. They even ask, the daddy, because the daddy was the first nigga. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> and they asked him, have you had any problems with anybody calling you or have anybody took offense to your name? He said, well, growing up, some people may have, but it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And that right there, I salute him on that. And, you know, I think this right here is the perfect segue for me to talk my shit. You know what I'm saying? Now, listen. <laughs> it's so many ways you can spin this. You know what I'm saying? It's so many ways that you can joke about this. But, you know, all jokes aside, hey, man, do your thing. You know what I'm saying? From one nigga to another, do your motherfucking thing. You know what I'm talking about? Show your ass, Noah. Show your ass. 
But hey, man, listen, I'm only having fun with the story because listen, like they say, everybody online is joking about it. Funny, not funny. Real, not real. You decide. But look, man, I'm your man Casino Roulette. I just came on here to talk my shit. But look, in case you haven't, follow me over on TikTok because we are now at 23, they say 23.5. I got to check the stats because if I'm not mistaken, we done moved up to 23.6. And if we have, and if I haven't posted it, I will. And if we have and I haven't posted it, I will. But look, if we are at 23.6 and I have already posted it, then help us get to 23.7. And if we are at 23.6 and I have already posted it, then that means I'm slipping right here and I will get this down when we come back Tuesday. But also do me a favor too because we got motion. Over on Instagram, I mean, shh, I know this wrong right here. 41.8 is 42 something. I will change this too because I'm slipping. I got to get my numbers right. So much is going on. Look, we we, we got to celebrate, man. These numbers is moving and, and, and y'all already know. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't lie. Big platform. We growing exponentially daily. Thank y'all for supporting us, whether it's right here on Meta, whether it's on TikTok, whether it's on Instagram, and even on YouTube. All my numbers is going up on all platforms, and I salute y'all double hand. You know what I'm talking about? So listen, I ain't going to hold y'all no longer than what I got y'all because I got things to do, and I know y'all do too. We are all important people. But look. I will be back Tuesday. Also, I got new guests getting ready to come to the show, and I'll start letting y'all know very soon who they are. February, we rolling out the red carpet because y'all know it's Valentine's, and also it's my time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, me and wifey, we got some things planned. So February, y'all stay tuned. I'm getting ready to hit the road. I'm getting ready to show y'all some scenes and yeah, it's up. This year, we, we this year we touch your paper, baby, and y'all finna see what I'm talking about. But uh, it's been a pleasure. I love y'all. I love y'all like a fat kid love cake. Thank y'all for helping me do what I do. Without y'all, there is no me. It's your man, Casino Roulette. That's C-A dollar sign, I-N-O-R-O-U-L-E-T-T-E. After me, there'll be no other. Word to my mama and my two brothers. We up out of here. Like I say, I'll be back Tuesday. Stay tuned, y'all. Man, this ain't hard. Like, all you got to do is work. Bottom line, like, work. You know what I mean? Like, it's, 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 it's really what it's all about. Mm.